Welcome to Love Quirks, the relationship and love podcast about sparking your connections and understanding the big picture of love. If you're neurospicy, kind of quirky, or just a regular old human wanting to spark your relationships with more connection, more love, more acceptance, and more understanding, this podcast is for you. I'm your host, Crystal Clark. Join my quirky crew on your journey to being sparked forever because no one is normal and all love quirks. Welcome to our love space today. It's still love month, which, you know, we are chatting about all things love. I'm super excited about it, but that's pretty much kind of our jam here. So, you know, I guess I'm excited all the time. Um, If you've uh, made the tweak this year to forgetting about Valentine's Day and thinking about the new V that's in town, which is vulnerability, then hooray for you. We'll give you a little clap there because that is, you know, that's even a practice in vulnerability itself. Taking that time to pause and say, hey, actually... Uh, let's try something new and different that we've never talked about. This thing called vulnerability. I've been listening to this podcast and it made me think these things. So if you did, congratulations, great job. You're doing awesome. If you didn't, no worries, you're still awesome. Okay, because everything, everyone's different. Every relationship needs different things at different times. But if you haven't, do go back to episode nine. It's, I think, called... Uh, forget Valentine's Day uh, or forget Valentine's. And uh, it's all about vulnerability. And really, that's what you want more of in your relationship. It's that's the thing that's going to bring you more intimacy and more trust. It's going to bring you the things that you want more of in your relationship. So it's crazy not to, right? It's crazy not to go back and uh, have a listen to that one because you know what's not going to grow intimacy <laughs> and connection in your relationship is like exchanging some flowers and some chocolate, even though um, I have a flower sitting next to me today. But anywho, uh, if you are a couple though, or a person and or, or a single, whatever you are, <laughs> And you would like to work on that vulnerability piece because sometimes it's like, you know, a little bit, if you might want to dive deeper, a little bit deeper and a little bit one-to-one with me than we can in that podcast, then definitely DM me, find me on Instagram. I feel there's like a link in the show notes to uh, my Instagram. It's at sparked forever. Um, and you can message me there and we can get you uh, set up and we can connect on there. I'm also on TikTok. I believe it's at sparked underscore forever. And you can always find me on my website. And there's like about one of those little, you know, connection pop-up things that uh, you can send me a message on. And that is sparkedforever.com because we can always dive deeper than anything we do on the show. So or on the podcast. Um, so in celebrating some new ways to think about love, so that was a little bit of our vulnerability piece last episode, um, I was thinking about how often we talk about it as a feeling, which is great. We want to talk about our feelings as we learned in last podcast, but uh, really for our big picture idea, we should be thinking about love more as an action. And some of you might have already heard that um, in some places. It's not a total big surprise, but we want to think of love as an action. And actually, if you think of love, love would almost be for us our 
biggest big picture piece, right? Uh, is that love. That love kind of is like the whole cake. You know, we talk about our cake ball. Love is like the whole cake part. But today we're going to take out a few slices of cake and we're going to think about love as an action. And that's really going to bring forward our affection piece. So our A in cake and our energy piece. So that E part in our cake model. And those are kind of the two, um, the two pieces we're going to focus on today. Uh, so the reason why we want to think about or rethink love as an action rather than just an emotion is that is going to help feed into um, our positive experiences in our relationship. It's going to be easier to find things to tweak and think about and, um, and like, rev up in your relationship if things are in action, right? It's hard to just rev up a feeling, right? Then we start to get in more of that, you know, like meditative, I can make myself feel my own feelings kind of thing. And for, you know, for some of us beginners out here, that piece is far off, but action, solid, observable things that we can do in everyday life, those are the things that are going to start us up again. Those are the tweaks that are easier to make. And we're going to notice a really big difference with those. Um, and they're great because both people in your uh, relationship, both people in your little collaboration can do them. Okay. So that, so we want to rethink love as an action. One is that, you know, we all know the old saying that actions speak louder than words. And this is, you know, really true because it oftentimes is super easy to just come out and say words, right? To just come out and say, I love you or whatever you want. Um, it's easy for that part to come out of your mouth. But the doing part, the actual actions that we do to show that or to carry out that feeling um, in our day-to-day -day life, that takes energy and effort. And so if we think about that affection piece and our love languages, we can see how that energy and effort takes shape in our little affection, uh, big picture piece. So, you know, and, and if you think about it, all of the love languages are observable. Even if you think about words of affirmation, I know you're probably like, ah, Crystal, what about words of affirmation? Well, I've got you there because words of affirmation, you're still taking that action. You're still taking that moment to pause, to notice something about your partner, and then to share that with them. Now, you might be sharing it with your words verbally, but that's an action. That's showing the person your love toward them in an action. So I was actually working with a couple and this is one of the couples um, where, you know, we're probably uh, quite below our okay point. Um, so we're trying to just get back up to okay. And then before we start to build on top of that, but they were, you know, when they talked about the relationship, they were always saying like, I love yous, right? They were always exchanging that. Okay. So lots of, I love yous. If we, if I ask them separately or ask them together, how do you actually feel about this person? Are you still in love? Do you still feel love for them? A hundred percent reported. We still feel love for each other, but things are still falling apart. So how, why, how does that happen? Well, the feeling was there, or at least their belief in the feeling was there, but 
none of their actions were going towards that feeling or going towards showing each other that feeling or going towards creating the energy for that feeling. So, and actually it was interesting because even when we got down to it, a lot of their actions were uh, actually worked opposite of their relationship or like, or sorry, of their, um, yeah, of their relationship and their love languages, you know? So like if someone was saying that they were a quality time person, which one of the people in the relationship was, if they're like, oh yeah, I'm a quality time person, the other person was not making any quality time for them, was not prioritizing any quality time. Um, they didn't have any quality time plans. And it's actually really interesting, um, because they were actually, the one partner was actually doing things that were opposite, which is not only not prioritizing quality time or some little moments throughout the day for you and your partner to connect, but that person was also actively planning other quality time moments with other people and prioritizing those in their life. So, you know, that's got to send, uh, a confusing message, right? I love you. I totally want to be in this together, but I'm doing all of these opposite things that actually could even be hurtful, right? If someone's like, I'm a quality time person and you're like, cool, but I've booked up all my quality time with 101 other people, there's kind of can be a disconnect there. And so, um, you know, so being able to see that those actions and, you know, for that couple, we had to do a lot of tweaking, <laughs> because they had really fallen out of sync. We had to do a lot of tweaking towards getting them back into that synced part and getting them back into doing the actions. But it was those steps towards the actions that created that positive uh, energy or those positive interactions that actually allowed them to keep going and building and getting back up to that okay line. Wow, wow. And the other thing that was actually... I mean, not totally shocking, but maybe like a little bit surprising is that when we would, after we were kind of back up at okay, and then we were working at just, you know, even tweaking things even more was uh, that they said they felt a different feeling towards each other. It was different. So like they felt more bonded and connected and that when they were thinking back about it, they weren't even really... Now they weren't even really sure what that feeling is that they kept reporting they were having <laughs> while things were not going well. So that feeling where they're like, oh no, we do love each other. We're in love. We're in love. When now at the spot they're in, when they go back and look at that feeling, they're not even sure that that's, that's what love was because now they feel something so much more different and energizing and wonderful, you know, and that means that these things work, that these, these big picture ideas and then coloring in, coloring them in with your own details. That means that that works, that works. That's going to get you to the spot you want to go. So, and you know, like, again, that's how you color in these things, right? Is you get to color in what language, what love languages you have and even how you like the details of those love languages to be used and shared. And if you're neurospicy, there's like a whole different list of uh, neurospicy, like possible love languages. I still, because I'm a big picture thinker, I still think some of the neurospicy lists that are out there can actually be grouped under the other love languages. And that's not to dismiss them. That's just to have like those big, bigger picture 
ideas, right? Because some of them are very um, specific, <laughs> um, right? Like there's the penguin pebbling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with this, but that's like a love language where you like to con collect little like trinkets or little things and gather them up together and then sort of gift them or share them with your partner. And, you know, I could, I would probably put that under gift giving, but maybe to someone who's neurospicy and doing it, maybe it's more of the act of collecting. Like maybe they find it's like an act of service, but again, then it could be an act of service. So I always, I'm always interested with those very, very detailed ones. Um, whether they fit under a bigger picture, but you know, whatever it is, like in our household, <laughs> one of the love languages, oh, I love this. It warms my heart. Okay. So one of the love languages in our household is, uh, is croaking. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term croaking. I think it's actually, um, a middle English or like a medieval English word. And it's for, it's to describe, I think it's medieval. Anywho. No, that's, that's not an important detail for here. Okay, so it's uh, used to describe a person who's kind of like staring and eyeballing your food <laughs> because they would like to eat some or like have a try, have a taste of it, but they're not really like outrightly asking like, hey, can I try that? They're just kind of like uh, oddly staring over at you. <laughs> You're like, oh, would you like some of this? So that's actually a love language in our household. Um, so my food gets groked at and I go, oh, would you like some of this? And the other, my partner goes, mm, yes, I would. <laughs> and the fact that I have noticed that he was groking and I have noticed, or, and then I have offered to share my food with him, uh, is, 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 um, something that makes him feel loved. And beyond that, and oddly, is that he feels, he, I think it feels a little extra special if it's like the last bite or even like the second to third to last bite. And I don't know if that has to do with like, you know, like, Ooh, there's not much left. And if that person shares it with me, that's more um, meaningful or whatnot, but that's definitely a love language in our house for sure. And it makes me smile. And, and Oh, I just love it. Um, so the second reason, so the first reason we want to make our uh, love into an action is because um, it makes it visible, observable. It allows us to like to experience those positive feelings, right? Because we could be thinking or saying, I love you. But again, if it's not matched up with, and so, and, and don't get me wrong, saying I love you, super important. Let's not drop saying that. No, remember, like our vulnerability piece, we're sharing our feelings and our thoughts with each other. Okay, so don't, so definitely keep saying I love you. But if that's the biggest thing we're doing um, to show our love, then we definitely need to tweak that and make it an action. Because, um, and I guess this kind of jumps into to our next part, is that, uh, you know, the actions actually are energy, right? They take energy to do. And we all know you can't, uh, what, what is it? Is you can't uh, destroy or create energy. It's just there. We just changes different forms. So we can take our actions, right? Our little positive exchanges, our love as actions. And we can change that into energy for a relationship. And that's where our E piece of cake comes in. 
uh, is that energy piece. So we can build our real relationship energy from that. So I know how we all know about um, new relationship energy or that honeymoon phase or things like that. Now that's a part where um, in our relationship where things are new and fresh and we get that giddy excited feeling. And a lot of that feeling is actually from the chemicals that are being released in our brain. So we get a lot of, you know, dopamine, um, serotonin, uh, neuropinephrine. Those are like kind of the three big hormones that come out. Uh, when we're in a new relationship and those can last anywhere from six months to two years. So that's like a big chunk of time where we could be in that honeymoon phase. And that's great because that starts our bonding process. So that's really, really important for us um, is to start that bonding process. So it's not that there's anything bad with that new relationship energy, but we know how it fades after a while. And that's okay because we're going to make our real relationship energy with these actions of love or affection. Okay. These love actions are affection. That's what's going to keep driving the relationship. That's what's going to keep, you know, switching our energy from those positive into positive feelings for each other, right? Into positive moments for each other, into motivation to collaborate with each other. It's going to be, it's going to help us with our kindful lens. Like it's going to help keep that kindful lens going with each other. It's going to help us participate with each other. It's going to start my cat. My cat just interrupted. Um, so yeah, so it's going, our new relationship energy is going, or sorry, our real relationship energy is going to be fueled by these actions. And these actions, like I said, they're going to go in to our motivation to collaborate with each other. They're going to go into our energy to spend time with each other. They're going to go into our motivation to problem solve, our motivation to use our kindful lens. They're going to build all of that energy. How exciting is that? That little everyday actions we do towards each other, okay? Our little everyday actions that we do towards each other help bond and connect us. They help give us those positive moments and feelings. Well, that's pretty easy. That's pretty easy to keep that spark going. We just have to keep some of those actions going. Perfect. Okay. And I understand it can sometimes be difficult when we're in the midst of it to see, oh my gosh, you know, and this is, this is another episode totally. It's like, how do we get that energy? Right. Cause sometimes we might be in a funk or sometimes we might be like, oh my gosh, there's so much on my plate. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do blah, blah, blah. Now, Remember, our th- all of these ideas feed into each other, right? Remember, I love those two fours, those two for ones, right? That's all going to feed into each other. But I understand how when you're, you know, um, kind of in the mix of your relationship, or even if you're like a bit of a mixed couple, like a neurotypical and uh, neurospicy person, and sometimes, you know, your communication <laughs> styles or your languages of love are a bit different and might not be as intuitive to each other. I can understand that it can be a little bit difficult to see where and how you're going to put those actions in, but that's why you've got me, right? That's why we're here. That's why we're exploring these things together. So don't fret. Don't worry about it. Remember, DM me, catch me on Instagram at, at sparked forever, because, uh, you know, that's what I'm here for. I'm here to, for some of you, like, I know, you know how to color in your own details, but you just might not know, you know, 
And that's what I'm here for, right? If you need to dive a bit deeper into this idea of how to make love into an action and how to think about it as an action, that's what I'm here for, you know, and to like, drop me a little comment. Uh, let me know, you know, what resonated with you out of this today. Maybe let me know what action, what love action you think you're going to try out. Let me know how that vulnerability piece is going. Let me know what you're going to think about or what you're going to do to make love in action so that you can be sparked. Thanks to my quirky crew for sharing this space and your connection time with me once again. It's really, truly appreciated. If you're new here, I hope this time sparked your love and relationship energy too, and that you'll be joining us again. If something sparked you today, connected with you, delighted you, do reach out, find me on TikTok at sparked underscore forever or through my website, sparkedforever.com to get your free copy of Cake Night, your mini guide to making date nights sweeter. Don't forget to send some love out by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Not only does this send me some love, but it helps others find us on their relationship journey. Until next time, be sparked.